0: Disguise is a feast Rolling in the Rolls Royce Kanish. Only the doctors got to some hiding from police Cocaine seat All white like I got the whole thing bleached Drug dealer chic I'm wondering if a dog's prayers reach It's pious, pious Cause God loves pious Stop exceeding acts Who's biased Do y'all seek Off the plate off Screech I'm out share ballin' I know you hear my sneaks Jesus was in A Yeezy the holy ghost get the hell up out your seats preach human beings in a mind what's a mind to a king what's a king to a god what's a guy to a non-believer Is the only felony to never fuck nobody without telling me. Sunglasses and Advil. Last night was mad real. Sun coming up 5 a.m. I wonder if they got calves still Think about the girl in all leopard Who was rubbing the wood like Kiki Shepard Two tattoos, one red, no apologies The other said love is cursed by monogamy That's something that the pastor don't preach That's something that a teacher can't teach When we die, the money we can't keep But we probably spend it all because the pain ain't cheap Preach Human beings in a mind. a mob to a king? What's a king to a god? What's a god to a non-believer?
1: Days after Valentine's Day, and I'm here to make your hearts flutter one more time. Hello, everybody. Welcome to an all-new Downright Sports Radio uh, here on uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and SoundCloud. I'm your host, Brent Reed. Been gone for a while. Yeah, man. Been a long, about two, three weeks. Sitting at home, um, going to work, traveling the highways and byways. <laughs> uh, first time listening Subscribe, simple as that Hit the button at the bottom, just subscribe Leave a comment, tell me what you think I won't lie to you um, I always record the podcast super early in the morning I went to bed late last night So I do everything live, like there's no post Like I don't record this and then add the music So I I always do the music And I talk, I do everything first And I'm sitting (laughs) here And I'm kind of staring at the TV while uh, "No Church in the Wild" is playing, and I dozed off. I won't lie to you. I nodded slightly and closed my eyes and put my head down. I don't. I haven't had my uh, my coffee this morning. Um, in the process, right now, looking for a new coffee pot. So as soon as I get my new coffee pot, I'll be a lot more chipper and upright and yeah, <laughs> ready to go. Um, mm-hmm. Would have I been I went on vacation I went uh, Saw my parents I have seen my parents In a while Since I tore my Achilles So I went home And just chilled And relaxed with them And just spent time Hanging out with the two of them um, Even watched the Super Bowl With them My dad being disappointed He went for uh, The 49ers I went for the Chiefs And he I told him That boy Patrick That boy Patrick Mahomes Is a beast And I really, really, really hope they can at least get back to the Super Bowl, or you know, he just keeps balling out because he is a breath of fresh air to the to the stale establishment of what everybody thinks. You know, your quarterback is supposed to be, and who the best quarterback is. I mean, Tom Brady is a head and shoulders above everyone. The Super Bowls do that, but, you know, I have to listen to people, you know, or you know, Aaron Rodgers, that, that's who the, the best quarterback is, and it's like, it's not Aaron Rodgers. Like, what makes Aaron Rodgers the best quarterback? Not going to the Super Bowl, but one time? Not getting playoff victories for your team? Like, the guy, I mean, I don't have his record in front of me, but I'm doing the eyeball test, and he went to one Super Bowl in 2010, and it hasn't been back. And that team was a team that was put together for Brett Favre. So, you know, since you know, ever since then he's got his coach fired who he won the Super Bowl with. I'll say Tom Brady hasn't done that. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure that Patrick Mahomes won't do that either. Cause that kid is the truth. He's the GOAT. But my dad was not happy about um, you know. He he liked the 49ers. He really did. He thought the defense was gonna be good. And normally in most years, I would have agreed with him that defense is your um it should always be your bread and butter. You should always put, you know, money on the defense. But in the case of Patrick Mahomes, you 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 can't do that. The guy he proved in two other games before that they spotted the teams twenty and seventeen. They came back and won. Like he that's that's how much of a freak he is. Like he's just that guy. He he he's people are giving him the Jordan of the NFL. And I know it's too soon. And the only reason why people are doing that is because the NFL really has never had its Jordan in a long time probably since, you know, Joe Montana, you know, just the true face of the league. Um, but it's a helmet league, so you can't have a face of a league in a helmet league. But I, I oof, that kid looks good. And it looks like that we are getting ready to see the transition into how teams will view that guy that's in college that throws for 70 touchdowns and runs for 50, you know, runs for 20, it's starting to look like they're they're being judged differently and they're given the opportunity and they're given the actual shot, whether it's Patrick Mahomes, whether it's Lamar Jackson, whether it's um, Kyle Murray, you know, these young black quarterbacks are given the opportunity to prove that they can either win or they can lose, you know. And honestly, I think what coaches are doing, if you get a Super Bowl out of this kid and they they don't do anything after that, hey, you've achieved success because you get a Super Bowl out of him. Um, which brings me to Cam Newton and how he has been forgotten. When people start talking about the, the new quarterback, I'm like, how has Cam Newton been forgotten? Cam Newton was, post-Michael Vick, the first guy to come in, and Rex shopping I know everybody's like Well It's because he's so Um He's big You know he's a big dude And I'm saying to myself Well so is Patrick Well I was like 6'4 6'5 Cam Newton's just Solid He's like the rock in football But the, You know You can't Just act like the guy died He got hurt one year If Tom, Tom Brady got hurt one year And they still put the cape on him So if Caroline is dumb enough to let him go and <clears throat> allow him to just be out there, I think you have to be a smart team and sign him. Honestly, I know everybody thinks Chicago would be a good place for him. I think San Diego. If Cam has a say in it and he listens to me, I think San Diego. They got the roster there. <clears throat> I felt they had old man Phillip Rivers getting them to the playoffs. Uh, a younger Cam Newton who's mobile. He could really get it done with them. And then some teams, there's a team out there somewhere that's like, Ooh, I can use Cam Newton because people could. And, uh, I mean, if he could get to New England, that would be awesome. I, how, if you're Oakland, come on, man. You don't want Cam Newton if you're Oakland. If you're if you're if you're um John Gruden, you don't want that young man uh patrolling your 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 um, your backfield in Vegas? You're you're in a big town city, you need a big town act to perform center stage every night. That's Cam Newton. I can guarantee I can guarantee that. Trust me. Trust me. Um, <clears throat> while away went to the museum this past week. Uh, saw a little history, a little culture. so a little uh, uh, reminded that Black History is going on. Um, I didn't have to be reminded because I remember being in school when it was emphasized. You know, it was it was talked about. It was put on the bulletin board. You changed the whole um, the the you know. Everywhere you walked around, there was, you know, a poster of someone of, um, Af- you know, black descent, you know, the, a black figure who did something good or in, in, in the past. Just feel like that doesn't happen anymore. <laughs> you know, it just feels like, you know, Black History Month continuously just gets swept under the rug. And, and I'm going to be real, it is not up to other people to embrace it And then to put it out there Like it's not You know just go with me guys It's not for White people It's not for Spanish You know Latin people It's not for um, Asians or who, It's not their job to Look back and reflect on Their culture's past And and the black culture so much is so fixated on moving forward and forgetting. Let's just move on and forget. Let's just move on and forget. Let's just move on and forget. Slavery never happened. Let's just move on and forget. You know what I'm saying? And it's sad because we're the ones that, I like, <laughs> so me and my girlfriend Ali, go to the museum in Richmond. And i wrap this up quick. We go to the museum and it doesn't matter who really presents the tour, but I just thought it was kind of hilarious that a tour on the history of African-Americans was being done by elderly white women, and the majority of the people on the tour were elderly white people. So, and why am I saying that? So let's fast forward to the next day where I'm standing at work, and this girl is doing a research paper on the local library here in Lynchburg, Virginia, And it was missing some historical facts. And she's asking people, have you ever heard of a green book? Now, for those of you who don't know what a green book is, no, it's not a movie. It is a movie, but it was a book that black people needed to have so they knew how to travel through the South. And knew where they could stop and where they couldn't stop. She asked one guy. he, He didn't know. I overheard it, and I knew. And I knew about it because my grandmother had one. And, um... Asked another black kid, and he thought he had no idea. And that's my point. There's so much you. There, there's so much of our of black history that's just being forgotten because a that generation is dying and nobody's talking to them because they don't Diddy Bob. Let's just be fair about it. And it's going to become a time. It's going to become a day where you're gonna. They're gonna look in the mirror or look back and. <laughs> Nobody's Because every black person always jokes, well, we got February, the shortest history of the month. Well, you got a a shorter period of time to figure out all the stuff. So I don't get why I don't get it. You know, um, everybody wants to harp and. Um, protests when, when the cameras is on and when it's appropriate to put it on Instagram. But it's when you're behind your doors and you're at home and you do your research and you empower your mind, whether black, white, or whatever. You, you, you should have a general idea of your background. You just should. I think. It, I mean, just common sense. You know, um, my girlfriend moved away from home, but she's proud of where she comes from. Like, she reflects and talks about it first chance she got and she was a little upset when we were in uh the museum and Virginia's history doesn't include her side of the state. She was a little offended. Like they showed like a little sliver and that was it. She was like, enough's enough with this crap. So <laughs> but um you know, know where you know where you come from or you you know, you won't know how to get for you won't know how to go forward. It's just it's just a fact. Well, today, music-wise, uh, you already heard a little Jay Z and Kanye West. Uh, Jay Z, will be be—I'll play some more Jay Z. We'll play some Queen, Little Kings, and Leon. So uh, th- today is going to be a nice day. Um, we're going to talk NBA, and we're going to talk some more base. We're going to talk some baseball. Uh, I plan on doing a baseball preview show sometime in the near future. Just got to map it out. Uh, Baseball—you got to do a lot of research. There's a lot of teams and a lot of stuff. So. Uh, the biggest story is going to be the Cheating Scandal story, which we'll talk touch on in the last segment of today's show. But, um, yeah, we throw on some um, Guns N' Roses by Jay-Z from the uh, Blueprint 2 album. Yeah, that was Blueprint 2, This 2, Song 2, if I'm not mistaken, if I'm not mistaken. Anyway, this is Downright Sports Radio.
0: Yeah, it's magic. Huh? Z and Lenny Kravitz, and it's a heavy D production, you bastards. Come on. Uh, hey, yo, stop uh, playing, man. Uh, this is real serious. Huh? Rock. rock. Yeah. Uh, yo, let's go. Post, post, the Hold, no. with Bono. You two can live like Salvatore Ferragamo. And you too can cool out poolside after Delano. If you too flow like you was out of your yo. Soon new dude to love apple pies from McDonald's. They'd soon be the boss of the big apple. Yeah, who knew, dude, to play ball for the NBA Would well, make a mistake on the who knew estate, so It stays so in the way Who knew that'd be his last shot? Who drew up that play? They can give it and they take it Life is cool that way But even the broken clock is right At least two times a day You could have turned guns into roses Like two times a day Now there's something you gotta say Two times the J. I got my shades on Waiting for the sun to shine my way Got my boombox, suntan lotion Waiting for action They say when you play with skills Good luck can happen Let's up.
2: Come on,
0: it's the block. Come on, the block. Come on, the Come on, the Got too hot, so I jumped off in this rap shit You got a crisscross, ain't no turning me backwards Too many district attorneys concerned with the actions For one individual, he's criminally attached it I turned in all my chips, I'm earning my bachelor's By dating all the models and actresses I'm learning all the potholes in every single body. Yo, try not to mess up my ex's kid. On the road to the riches, through trafficking, through rapping, in whatever's happening. Rock aware, I'm the young black Ralph Lauren. Every time I get out, they put me right back in. The Michael Corleone, the microphone, the Michelangelo flow. I paint pictures with poems. I gather no more, it's like a rolling stone. Case the grim reaper visit my home, nigga, I'm gone. Come on. Come on.
2: Guns and roses,
0: sweet like
2: friends and foes.
0: Some get left behind, some get chosen, just like life. Guns and roses, more guns than roses. Roses visibly shook of the invisible bullet. Flowers need water to grow, we gotta rain in order to experience joy. You need pain every time a baby is born, somebody's slain. You know the same, somebody's loss is another gain sun comes out when the water goes down the drain a rainbow then the clouds come out we do it again everything evens up you just wait even a garbage can gets a stake you ain't even a garbage can you have faith but when it turns your way before it turns away you gotta turn that into something you gotta learn from jay you get return on your investment if attention you pay let's go
1: Yeah, a little tea in my throat If you hear, I'm stirring the tea Getting the tea going Yeah, <laughs> I need it Throat was a little dry <laughs> Starting that last segment I was, I mean, I mean, I mean, You know what I mean Literally It was getting dry <laughs> But the sound like the guy from um, Jaws Ah oh, man, nothing like some good tea Hey, my boy Nathan is now getting back, he's trying to become a movie buff. It's kind of hilarious. (laughs) Because some of the movies he hasn't seen are almost, you know, it's like bug because he hasn't seen them because he wasn't born when some of them came out. It's just crazy. One of Jaws is on his list of movies to see. Uh, Guys who haven't been, who weren't born when certain movies came out could be said about a lot. Um, Like Zion Williamson. Good segue, uh, NBA f- superstar and maybe phenom and maybe future face of the, the the league is showing he may be the truth. Zion didn't win a national championship at Duke, but he was when healthy was the un- most unstoppable player we might have we almost saw in college, and I, I almost wish we could have got to see him one more year. In college, like maybe, you know, as a sophomore. Oh, my God. Think about it like this. He played one year of college ball. He's in the league. He's played, what, something like 10 games, something like that. The kid's averaging over, like, 20 points a game. He's just beast modeing on the entire league. He's a freak. He's It's crazy watching him play. But what I love about him is how humble he is and how he doesn't act like it's supposed to happen to him. Like, he doesn't act like um, I'm supposed to uh, uh, be the center of attention. I'm supposed to be the big man on campus. All right, here we go right here. He's played one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten games. He's played ten games. He's averaging... Uh, 22 points a game and seven rebounds I ain't gonna lie I can't do that his whole career he's gonna be a stud he's the team already plays better with him than they did without him he like gives the team hope um there I've seen a couple I watched actually I want to say I was at the bar for his debut game I want to say I want to say I was at the bar for his debut game but you could see in the team. How much more they want to? They play hard, and they they want to get him the ball. Like it's crazy. Like, um, uh, Lonzo Ball played with LeBron James last year and didn't play with this much enthusiasm. And I think it has to do with the fact that he is young, he is selfless, he looks to pass, and I, that's that's kind of a testament to. Um, The LeBron James factor growing up, watching LeBron just because you can score anytime you want doesn't mean you can't get your team involved. That is that LeBron factor. Let me come down the court, look for this guy first, look for that guy second, then I just take over when I want because that's what Zion looks like. He looks like he just scores when he feels like it, and ain't nothing you could do about it. And with him coming in, and I'm not going to name all the young guys. But I'm paying attention to some of these young guys, and they are more selfless. They are more team first, and I don't. I think that has a lot to do with the going to college, um, playing for you know some of these schools where you play for great coaches. That even though you're one and done, this coach is still rubbing off on you, and the days of the what I call the LeBron prototype player. Which is yeah you're great but I have to worry about my 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 second um, occupation whether it's being a fashion model or an actor or whatever they want to do. These guys look like they just want to play ball. They look like they just have fun playing ball. They look like you got, they look like the players I kind of grew up watching. Like I want to get on the court. I want to be better than you. And I'm a hoop. Like I'm just trying to hoop, man. Like just Roll the ball on the court. I don't care if there's cameras out there. I'm just gonna I'm am gonna, gonna bust you up, and it's kind of fun to see guys playing defense on both sides of the floor. Guys are making passes. Yes, they everybody and it does. And, and I know the three pointer is become king, but you don't. I'm not seeing it as much as a cop. I'm seeing guys drive to the basket more, and I'm seeing it more as a second shot versus the first shot. For a minute, it was becoming. The, the go-to shot But I think Some of these guys start to realize It's a lot easier To just drive to the basket Versus uh, Trying to uh, Pull up A three-point shot And um, You know Your percentage is higher In scoring If you score Guess what You get a higher Shooting percentage If you score two Versus scoring a three It's just a fact You know what I mean The only thing that the league Is missing is the big men And um, take it from me who used to coach, it is harder to coach a, a big man. It really is because you don't have as many when they're not as many seven footers and six seven kids walking around as you tend to think, you know So it's easier to teach a kid how to move as a guard, how to move you know how to move without the ball, how to uh, dribble drive, how to um, how to cut. How to uh, how to how to V cut, how to L cut, you know, how to um, come off the screen, look for the shot. And you know, if the kid hits a gross bird, it's a gross bird. Look at Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis was a point guard and then he graduated college and then shot up. Like he went from six 6'1 one to six ten, some freakness like that. I know his mom must have been scared. Like, just what happened to my boy? <laughs> like overnight. But you gotta you know the league. I think is in good hands. I think it's in a good position. You're not having as many ego-driven players. You'll have a few, but it's not where it. Uh, in my opinion, the 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 glam standing. You know when Jordan retired. Huh, I'm gonna take a sip of my tea. Don't knock the microphone down. Doing it, bro. When Jordan retired we saw pretty much like truly the end of the era. Like that lineage from the 70s basketball, 80s basketball that linked into the 90s died. Jordan leaves, it was over. Now you got the new era, the 2000s. Kobe, Shaq, Kevin Garnett, Tim Duncan. the The resurgence of the big man, you know, if you think about it, because Tim Duncan, Shaq, Kevin Garnett, um, and a few others, they just Dominated the league You know, you had a guard, it was like whoop-de-doo Kobe was like the only True guard that Was like just running things, but Even when LeBron came, LeBron's 6'9", so it's still still big, man Now you're seeing the guards coming You know, you're starting to see more Guards seeping and, and Being more productive, and then you got Zion, who's just gonna be The biggest person on the court, and he Zion could be Shaq, but better, because I think he's going to be more determined. Shaq was too busy trying to be a rapper and an actor and uh, all this other stuff in the third. I think Zion's going to be a basketball player that's just going to kick butt and dominate. Man, I, I really see it. Like I'm, I'm, I'm ecstatic to see what this kid can do. I really am. Uh, kind of go, um, touch on a couple other NBA things. Houston's going with a smaller roster. This is crazy. <laughs> the tallest guy is starting is like 6'5, 6'6. It's, like six, six, six. it's going to look fun. It's going to look exciting. They're going to score a lot of points or they're not going to score any points. And when the playoff time comes, they're going to get swept. They don't have they, they do not have a uh, a player that can control the paint. When the, when the playoffs come, the game slows down. I know a lot of you tend to think, oh, well, well, what about Golden State? Yeah, Golden State still had people that could rebound, whether it was Jamel McGee, whether it was um, the kid from Australia. They made sure they had a seven-footer because they even knew the game slows down in the playoffs because in a series coaches learn and the other team has a coach too and it doesn't take much for them to watch some game tape and say all right they want to run up and down the court let's just slow it down let's just slow it down ground and pound because if i'm the utah jazz or who else got a big man if i'm the jazz i'm the lakers i'm <sighs> Some of the teams with big men won't make the playoffs. But let's just use Utah. We'll just stick with Utah. And, oh, if I'm Utah or, no, they don't have a big man. Um, Trailblazers don't really have a big man. Oh, no, no, you know who has a big man? Uh, the Nuggets. If I'm Utah or I'm the Nuggets, I'm giving the ball to Rudy Gobert every time, throw it up. And just have him turn and shoot. We're working on that all day, or just back down. Whoever I'm guarding, just back him down and just bully ball him. Or if I'm, if he's the, um, they call him the Joker, Nurkovich, I'm bully ball, ball in the post. We going to work. Or if you're the Dallas Mavericks, give it to Porzingis, ball in the post, back him down. We going old school because they can't stop it because they have no one to stop it. And yeah, you're like, well, you scored two points, they'll score three. They have to; they're not going to score that many threes to beat you. It's 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 not possible. They would have to. They would have to be the best three point shooting team in the history of the game. And even then, no, every team you can't always shoot yourself out of a game. Uh, Golden State proved that. Uh, they they lost to the they had they lost to um. Toronto last year The years they've lost To the championship The team that beat them Didn't shoot a three They either drove To the basket and Hit a mid-range jumper Or they had a guy You know They they, they had teams That was bigger than them And bully balled them So let's You'll see For those of you Sitting around hoping Everybody's hoping That Houston can make this work And they can't You you can't eliminate The big man completely Because you need Somebody that rebounds That's just a fact Sorry about that And then finally The New York Knicks uh, Made some changes they fired while I was gone. They fired their president Steve Mill, and everybody thought they were hiring a new president and uh, some guy named uh, Steve Stouts, who to me went on first take a few days ago and became an ultimate joke. He goes on first take and he starts talking about what the Knicks is going to do and how the Knicks is going to get better and you know the the you know everybody assumed you know thinks that James Dolan's a bad owner, but it's really it's us that's wrong and he's really a great guy. Steve, you took a sucker job, and you 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 took the money. Because after you came out, I was like, yeah, we're gonna find a new coach. The Knicks in less than twenty four hours shot you down and basically said you got no clout. They basically said you got no stroke, you got no power. They hired you as a show pony. And the fact you too dumb to realize that, and then stepped down the very moment. I tell you what, if I work for somebody, which I do. And I said one thing, and in less than 30 seconds, the person who owns the team, or the own, uh, my manager came around and completely disregarded everything I said and said, yeah, Brett has no idea. Like, he he has no power in that. This is what we're actually doing. I'd be like, all right, I'm done. I'm done. Because they could have pulled Steve to the side, told Steve that, and allowed him to release a statement Saying that, you know, I kind of messed up. I don't really, you know, it's not really my place to say that. But instead, they felt the need to come out and correct him like a child. And that's why the Knicks will never get a free agent. And that's why the Knicks will never get better as long as James Dolan did. And you know what? What's the point of James Dolan making a team better? It the the, just came out the Knicks is the most valuable NBA franchise, from as according to Forbes. $4.5 billion for a team that finishes in last place every year. Because of how much it costs For Madison Square Garden to turn the lights on And basically Because they're in New York Because idiots are dumb enough to keep Filling up that stupid arena and watching that bad product You know it's just crazy to me It really is I, As a Knicks fan It's the saddest thing you've ever seen it, you can't remove him because he's not doing anything crazy. And the, 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 the time to have removed James Dolan is back when he had to go to court due to the to the sexual assault allegations, which seems like nobody ever brings up. Very strange. Very strange. In any case, um, I was going to do, like, Knicks free agents who they should sign, but they won't sign anybody. They won't. They'll keep getting these mediocre guys, these sucker players these, these, uh, what i call them is ro- uh um roster fillers or seat fillers that's pretty much all they do uh shout out to Roy McElroy, finishing number one in the world whatever that means <laughs> anyway when we come back we're going to wrap the show up um throw on a little Kings of Leon and um we're going to and then we'll finish it up with some uh queen yeah i was in a queen mood to end the show today uh, downright sports pretend like i'm gonna sing that song (laughs) i love that song but i won't do that to you i just won't all right so let's get let's finish so what happened so basically it was revealed that the houston astros cheated enough said uh apparently in the 2017 playoffs which means the entire season because i doubt they discovered this trick just when the playoffs came along That they were going to steal signs And you're like well Brenton Everybody steals signs Yeah but they decided they were going to use cameras And They were going to Find ways to Deliver these signs So you knew what pitch the pitcher was pitching Huh So Some of the arguments have been the fact that Well Because of this is the reason why the Yankees lost Because of this is the reason why Uh, The Dodgers lost. I'm a Yankee fan, and I don't think I'm as upset about this crap as some people are. Cheating in baseball is just like breathing. I mean, you got the 1919 White Sox. You got steroids. You got uh, uh, Gaylord Perry scuffing the ball up or got, you know, pitches using pine tar or whatever. You know, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. The... Because my argument would be, well, they won the World Series in 2017. They didn't win the World Series in 2018. And they lost this past year. So, I know when I cheat, I at least win. So, did they cheat or did they get lucky? Because, now... Apparently, you know, the league wants to act like they care now. And apparently there was a news report reported about this. Then that teams kept saying, yo, I think Houston's cheating. Nobody did anything. And then when it, you know, it kind of exploded a little bit. Now, here's where I draw the line. If it is true that Altuve, the short, the second baseman for the Houston Astros, wore a buzzer. <laughs> and they buzzed him a Morris code, basically, which in real time is just is stunning to me. But they buzzed him so he knew what pitch was coming, then that's just that's just crazy. You know what I mean? Like that's that's the weirdest thing I've heard. Now the 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 moment that everybody keeps talking about is Otuve hits a walk off home run against um Aroldis Chapman And he knew What pitch was coming I got news for you Aroldis Chapman Only has two pitches He's got like a slider That barely slides And he's got a fastball He throws the ball At 100 miles an hour You He ain't got but two yeses How hard is that We Baseball Either they're trying To use this as a way To jump start the season And get people talking Which Is a book at the end You know Is a page at the NFL's book Hey you know All publicity is good publicity. It doesn't really matter. But this one, to me, is just a stretch and is, you know, is just out there. It's really out of left field. Um, They need to let it go, honestly. Beat them. You want to get back and just beat them. Simple as that. Don't try to uh, hit them with baseballs or anything like that. Just beat them. Go out. And beat them And stop them from making the playoffs If you could do that then you've won Honestly and that's the best way To get back at somebody especially that team You know what I mean that's the best way And then The commissioner Rob Manford who Is always looking for ways to make the game better I know how to make the game better Rob Manford Called me Because it damn sure ain't adding more playoff teams People aren't saying they want More baseball people are saying they want Faster baseball and they want um, maybe less because it's 162 games. It made sense when there wasn't cell phones and laptops and tablets and Twitter and Tinder and all this other crap. You you know, you you people paid more attention, but there's so many outsources and other things to watch in a 162-game season. You can catch up on shows that you missed in the past year you on know, Netflix and Hulu and all this other stuff versus you trying to... Um, Make all 162 games important Which to the players it is But to the average fan I can tell you right now When the Yankees play The Kansas City Royals Or the Seattle Mariners Or um Some Jack League team, The Baltimore Orioles Them games don't matter Them games is horrible Them games is terrible If baseball Wants to try something I, tell you, I say you do the soccer approach You suck, you get receded, and then we pull up a minor league team. I think that's what they should do. I think, like, for example, Baltimore was so bad last year, they should become a minor league franchise, and then you pull up one of their minor league teams and replace them with it. And I think that's what they should do. And that will be interesting. I I think they can't based on how much they pay the players, but they do play soccer players a lot of money. I think, I mean, Baseball needs to come up with something. And I already know what baseball needs to do. They need to embrace the inner city communities. They need to embrace that culture more and more. They need to get out this stale, this stale old school way of thinking. This um they're already trying with like, you know, let the kids play and all that, but you still get too many stale guys out here. And the sad thing is, these are young men, these are 20, 24, 25 year old men. That are walking around talking about some. Don't flip the bat Don't flip Like you you got guys playing today That have no idea about the game of baseball 45, 50 years ago Those guys used to show off They used to show The most notorious thing Is Beirut calling his shot There's no bigger show off than that So just stop it Stop it, slap yourself in the hand And stop it should be ashamed of yourself uh, thank you all for listening. We'll be back next week. Simple as that. <laughs> Subscribe at the bottom. Leave a comment. Um, hit me up at Twitter slash Twitter.com slash BrentReed18. Uh, follow us at Instagram, Downray Sports. Uh, there's a Downray Sports fan page on Facebook. Hit that up. uh, Subscribe there. Uh, You can see when we're doing more shows. But we'll be back next week. Uh, All new Dowry Sports on YouTube this coming Thursday. Previewing the Tyson Fury and DeAndre Waller fight. We will preview that Thursday. And then next Sunday, I will uh, recap it for you. Um, That one's going to be a little different. Because I'm going to do that one from... The Downright Sports Studios, how about that? Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, have some fun out there, guys. It was nice being back. Nice talking to the can. And uh, we get back to you guys next week. Uh, enjoy some um, Kings of Leon. I know, I know, I know what you're thinking. You said in the last segment you were going to play Kings of Leon. Well, I didn't. I played Queen. I switched it. So now I'm going to play Kings of Leon and uh, in, in this show. Okay, guys, you have a good one. Deuces.
2: Somebody You know that I can you somebody Somebody